This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. So I was reading through my Bible in the book of Jonah chapter 1. And um, I was reading and, and, and we saw here that uh, the Lord sent Jonah on a message uh, to a great city called Nineveh. The Lord sent him uh, on, on an errand, an assignment to this city. And upon getting that assignment, the Bible recorded that Jonah ran away from the presence of the Lord. He ran out of the place where the word was released unto him. And as he was running, a lot of things were happening in the process of him trying to run away from God, of him trying to run away from his assignment, of him trying to run away from his calling, of him trying to run away from his purpose in life. That assignment, the thing that God has given him to, to, to do, he was trying to run away from it. The Bible said he was sent to a great city. Perhaps the dream was too big for him. Perhaps the vision was too big for him. Perhaps the, 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 the obstacle in the way was too great. You know, perhaps he was afraid of what is to come. Perhaps he was afraid of what lies ahead of him. And instead of facing it head on, he ran from the assignment. He gave up on the dream. He gave up on the vision. He gave up on the assignment that God has, had given to him. He gave up on it. And the Bible said he was running. And while he was running, he was spending money, spending time, wasting away, uh, trying to run away from his calling, from what God had in store for him. It got to a point Jonah met with a couple um, um, fellow sailors on a boat or on a ship where they were riding to Tarshish and as they were um, sailing away to Tarshish the Bible recorded that there was a storm that came upon them and as the storm came upon them it was it became so heavy that the storm almost broke their boat in two and they got afraid and they started to wonder why is this happening to them why is this happening right now and I love the fact that they were questioning what was going on. They didn't sit there thinking to themselves, well, it is what it is, right? They didn't sit there thinking to themselves, well, it's just life. They didn't sit there thinking to themselves, it's just bad luck. They didn't sit there thinking to themselves, well, it's just, it is what it is, right? They actually inquired about it and said, well, this should not be happening to us right now. We need to inquire. We need to find out why this is happening. But before they even tried to find out what was going on, they had already lost precious cargo. They already took heavy loads off of the boat because they thought that the boat was too heavy. But the issue wasn't the cargo. The issue wasn't what they had on the boat. It was who they had on the boat. The issue was not what they had on the boat but who they had on the boat. I want to stop here really quickly and I want to say to you, have you looked around your boat? Have you looked around your boat? Around your life? Around your situation? Are you going through a storm right now? And you're, you're, you're doing elimination. You're getting rid of the what 
rather than the who. You're getting rid of the what rather than the who. The boat was going to sink. The boat was going to break into. The storm was becoming heavy by the minute. And they were more concerned about the what rather than the who. It wasn't until they woke up and they realized, wait a minute, it's not exactly the what, but really it's the who. Who is on this boat that is causing a storm right now? Who do we have going on this journey with us that is causing a storm right now? Who, not the what? And so when they began to ask the right questions, they were able to find the right answers. Because when they were dealing with the what is, nothing was changing. It wasn't until they started to deal with the who is that things began to change for them. Sometimes you have to look around you and say, who is the cause of my problem? Who is the cause of the storm? Who is on my boat right now that I need to get rid of if possible? If possible, if possible. And so they looked around and they found out that it was actually Jonah that was on the boat. The who is was Jonah. And they looked at Jonah and said, Jonah, who are you? Where are you from? What did you do? What are you running away from? How did you get on this boat? And why are you on this boat? And Jonah said, to cut the long story short, just stole me off the boat. Throw me into the sea that I may die because I am the cause of your problem. I know what I did wrong. I know why the storm is happening right now. All you have to do is get rid of me. That's what Jonah was saying to them. And they said, well, in that case, God forgive us for what we're about to do. We don't really want to do it, but we got to get rid of him so that we don't perish. Remember in the New Testament where Jesus said, if one eyes, if one of your eyes will cause you to sin, cut it off is one of you, if one of your fingers will cause you to perish cut it off if one of your body will cause you to perish cut it off for why it is better for one member of your body to perish than the whole body perishing it is better for one bad apple to perish than the whole body perishing and that is why you want to get rid of the who but i digress that is a different conversation a different message for a different time right now we continue into the story of Jonah in chapter 1. And the Bible said that they took Jonah and threw him off the boat. Now Jonah's intention was that when they threw him off the boat, that he should die. But God had a different plan for him. God had a different plan for him. So when they threw him into the boat, instead of Jonah dying, a great fish was already prepared. A great fish was already prepared for Jonah. This fish Great fish, the Bible says, was going to take Jonah to this great city called Nineveh. A great fish going to a great city. Sometimes you need to have a big faith to accommodate your big dreams. You need to have a big driving force to get you to that big destination. You need to have a great fish, in a sense, to get you to that great city. No matter how crazy it may look no matter how blurry it may look no matter how confusing it may look if the dream is great the faith needs to be great as well the driving force needs to be great as well what will get you through it needs to be great as well god 
is the greatest. You need to connect with God and He will get you through it. He's greater than anything. But I continue into the book of Jonah chapter 1 and the Bible says that Jonah was thrown out into the water and a great fish took him. A great fish took him and it was in the belly of that fish for three days and three nights. By the time we're going to move on to chapter 2, we find that the great fish already turned Jonah's destination around and took him not from, it took him from the direction of Tarshish back to the direction of Nineveh, where God intended for him to go in the first place. Where God intended for him to go in the first place. And my message to you today is, you see, Jonah thought he was going to die. Jonah thought that throwing him into the sea was going to lead to his death. But what he didn't understand, Jonah had gotten to a point where he said, if I perish, I perish. I don't really know what's going on anymore. I don't really care what's going on anymore. Just let me go. But really what Jonah was saying is, I'm letting go. He wasn't saying, just let me go. He's saying, I'm letting go. And the moment he let go and fell into the sea, what he thought was going to happen is not what happened. God came through for him. God came through for him. And it was in that moment that he was letting go so he could let God. You see, my message to you today is that you should let go and let God. When Jonah fell into the water, that was him releasing, taking his hand off the driver's seat and saying, God... It's in your hands now. You do what you got to do. I'm letting go and I'm letting you. And I've come with a message to somebody today. We need to let go and let God. We are in a season and in a time where we need to let go and let God. Jonah took his hands off the driver's seat and he said, God, take control. He didn't know that's what he was doing. He thought he was dying. He has gotten to a point where he said, if I perish, I perish. And God said, not on my watch. God said, not on my watch. You are not going to perish. You are not going to die. You are not going to break. You are not going to give up. You are not going to be tired. You are not going to be left alone. I am not going to forsake you. God said, not on my watch. You're not going to perish. I just need you to do one thing for me. I need you to let go so I can drive. I sent you on this journey. I'm taking you somewhere. Let me get you there. Come into partnership with me so I can get you to your intended destination. And so Jonah let go and God brought in Calvary. God brought in Calvary and Calvary took Jonah. Last minute, last minute rescue. God is the God of last minute. And the, the great fish took Jonah and turned him around to his destination and got him to where he needed to be. My message to you is let go and let God. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who's going to watch this later on, but I'm telling you right now, God is saying to you, let go and let God. Let go and let God. Isn't it funny? It's when we get to that point where we just don't care anymore. When we get to that point where we're like, you know what? If I perish, I perish. I'm going to go for it. Isn't it funny that when we get to that point is when God begins to work. You see, where your strength ends is where the power of God begins. Where your strength ends is where the power of God 
begins. Let go and let God. As always, be the light and be the salt. Remember, all things are possible if you believe.